So the two hundred year old Russian leather. Yes. I mean, I was talking to a mate about it the other day, and I showed him some photos, and yeah, you made that watch strap and that sort of stuff, and I tried to find some. Yeah. And good luck, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't What's... think there is any available for sale anywhere. Um, not to my knowledge, anyway. That um, it was more, it was more readily available going back some time, but yeah. but really, the, there's a few small people like us uh, who have some and cleverly i think has some i think swain Aidney brig brig no purdy's probably have some but basically it's all gone in, yeah. in in as much as it's all with the people who will ultimately make stuff with it yeah. um and i don't think the people who make stuff with it have very much left uh really at all uh yeah. because it, it was all recovered a long time ago yeah um yes. it's not still there's actually this there's still quite a lot of the sea bottom um, but I think all, all of it that can be recovered has been recovered. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously by night, you know, there's a ship's worth and that's it. And, and it was recovered quite a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's basically unavailable. Um, wow. The I, I, I come across uh, kind of offcuts and things like that from time to time from people, you know, just from from contacts in in the in the trade. But really, basically, it's it, it is no longer commercially available uh other than as a product from somebody that's got some yeah so could you could you tell the story of of the how um what hat like of the leather yeah and sort of how roughly you, how um, you got hands on i'm it. not i'm not a massive well the the um i i know a guy who um who knows the person that did the recovering um wow. and i i get my leather from from him basically um and the he's he's got a little bit left um yeah. and i hope to get a little bit more from him at some point mm-hmm. uh but that's it basically yeah um so as ever it's 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 who you know rather than what you know yeah. um but he he was a friend of the guy that did the did the diving um so he made cases from from this stuff kind of in the 70s wow. and 80s um wow. when it was it was a bit expensive but but it was not you know it wasn't it was a cool and interesting leather with a good yeah. story and it was you know it might have been half as expensive again as as normal leather but that was it yeah. um so it wasn't particularly rare or anything because it was a whole shipload and you don't really think well in 30 years this will run out and it'll be worth a fortune um yeah. and yeah i'm just just yeah just lucky to know him really um so yeah that's that's where we get ours from um n- n- can't mention any names and all of that kind of stuff obviously but uh yeah that's 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 where we get ours from yeah um and it, it's nice it's nice to have have it like one step away from the the original finder because I wouldn't be at all surprised if there isn't stuff with rather dodgy provenance kicking around, yeah. uh, to be perfectly honest. But yeah. at least I, I can be confident that I know exactly where where ours did come from. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so it was... I look, I'm just looking it up. So, the Russian reindeer leather. Stamped, Russian reindeer. Stamped in the 1786. Yeah. So, so when you... 1786. St- in the... I'll go on. 
I was going to say in the in the Bristol Sound, um, the whether whether in fact it is reindeer, nobody really knows. There's no okay. actual proof it's reindeer. Um, it was it was looked at by a group of experts when it was recovered, and they all scratched their chin, um, and they thought, mm, well, not sure what this is. Possibly it's, it could be reindeer. Um, it's, uh, to my knowledge, it's never been DNA tested or anything. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know if you can even do that with leather uh, of this vintage. Um, but the consensus of opinion was it was reindeer. But um, of this type of leather, I think 98% or something of it ever made was in fact calf. So the balance to probability, I think, is actually it's calf. Uh, but officially it's reindeer. Yeah. Um, because it seems incredibly unlikely that given how small uh, an amount of the leather that was made was reindeer, that this is reindeer. Okay. Um, but perhaps I'm being too too literal in my interpretation of the numbers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really interesting leather. It's, it's an output of pre-revolutionary uh, Russia and the, it was, it was um, a fairly key czarist output and the, it was the, the method of production kept secret. I don't know how it was controlled, but anyway, it was kept secret. Um, and after the, the fall of the czars, the secret was lost, and thus the leather stopped being made anymore. Wow. Um, and, and, yeah, which is interesting, but it was, it was, like, it was, re it was a really big production item. Um, it was really common. It was used for loads of stuff. It was bookbinding. It was upholstery. It was military stuff. Um, I can't remember remember if it was used for shoes but i suspect it was mm -hmm. for like all kinds of things because yeah. rather like cedar it was it's quite oily it's quite repellent for insects and all the kind of stuff that would have been important important 150 yeah. years ago um so it's it's story is really interesting um it, it, it it's it's a really interesting leather interesting leather to work with uh, I, I was working with some this morning um it's a two two watch straps um the leather from different skins um, and they're entirely different to each other, different wow. color, different texture, uh, look, look totally different. If, if, uh, if I didn't know exactly what they were, if they were put, like, if I put, put them in front of you, you wouldn't identify it as the same, same, um, leather in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So is it, it obviously, oh, you can be sorry. I was just going to say it's obviously the the conditions the leather's been on, in under the sea varies and all of that kind of stuff. So you get you get quite different kind of looks from different pieces. Yeah. So is there, <coughs> so they don't know how it was tanned at all. They have no idea. There's certainly there's no historical documents detailing how it was tanned. Okay. Um, yeah. that people have researched it and. Uh, like we, we work with bakers quite a lot in Devon and their Kurdurasi that we use for stuff like our attache and stuff is basically a modern version of the Russian calf yeah. um, and they they did it by research uh, basically they, they, they worked out how it was done um, and did lots of prototyping um, wow. and produced a leather that was basically identical um, yeah. nobody there's no there's no method that has been written down as such yeah. uh it's only through kind of working stuff out that we know really yeah so i so bakers know how they actually sell like the, a, a replica sort of of that yeah okay yeah yeah which we use a lot the, the kudarasi leather that we use is is effectively a replica of the russian yeah. reindeer or russian calf it's calf leather yeah uh, 
and it, it's it's pretty much indistinguishable really wow. from from the metacatarina leather really yeah so with the with that reindeer i mean reindeer calf the russian well, the russian leather is it is it a thick yeah. leather or is it a thin like what sort of would it be 1.5 millimeters it varies okay no no it's normally thick but it, it does it varies quite a lot it, yeah. it does vary quite a lot you can find this find it up to two and a half um yeah. it, it's it's quite quite a variable leather there uh, splitters would have been pretty inconsistent, um, yeah. and I think the the leather on the ship probably it would have been been relatively unsplit, so it would have been thinner thinner at the shoulder and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of varies from kind of one point, probably four to probably two and a half. Yeah. So so do you have, do you have much much of it? You said you... A little bit left, okay. uh, not not masses, like not making a briefcase worth, but but a bit, yeah. We've 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 got a few watch straps and stuff like that, like that to hand, um, and you know maybe a wallet or two and things like that, and and I might be able to get my hands on a little bit more, but but uh, yeah, like really small quantities, like really small quantities. Oh, that's remarkable. Now, it would be expensive to to get some, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, it is. Yeah, yeah, and and right, it's it's probably the rarest leather in the world, I suspect. Wow. So, so when you when you do make your watch straps with it, because um, like you said, there probably would be knockoffs and all that sort of stuff. Do you have to provide like documentation to to the customer to? Um, Not really. I mean, okay. it's just just kind of on trust, really, isn't it? Okay. Like yeah. the the we 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 know the provenance and people know us and. Uh, that's it really um i mean whether 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 people uh want documentation and provenance i'm i'm not sure but th- there isn't really any documentation or provenance for any of it um other than kind of from a company saying well this is this is russian reindeer because there was never any any documentation provided with it in the first place yeah okay. um no, so you kind of at that at that you're already knackered aren't you really because if, if the guy that recovered it didn't provide any documentation then any documentation after that yes. inherently is, yeah, is probably true. dubious um but no no it's simply it, it's yeah any it, it, any provenance or any documentation anybody comes up with is is probably fake anyway so no okay um yes yeah, so i don't look for anyone who's selling you documentation <laughs> Yeah, no. If it, if it has documentation, it's probably fake. Yeah. Um, 